Thanks for listening to Cranford Radio. We are here at the Rustic Mill Diner, and I'm joined this evening by Cynthia Dolly, who is the president of the Hanson Park Conservancy, and Linda Lavelli, who is a trustee and chairperson of the Rubber Ducky Race that is going to be held later this month. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Thank you. Hi, Bernie. How are you? I thought this would be a, an appropriate time to, uh, to do an interview with you folks to talk about the Hanson Park Conservancy in general, and then about the rubber ducky race being more specific uh, with that coming up later this month. But I think to get an understanding of the Conservancy is probably a good idea to understand what this rubber ducky race is benefiting. So, Cynthia, you're the president. You've been the president since June. Uh, Tell me a little bit about the Hanson Park Conservancy, what it is. The Hanson Park Conservancy maintains and uh, basically runs the park, Hanson Park. Uh, It's a town park, public park. Everybody's invited to go. Uh, But with the uh, Conservancy, we raise funds to maintain the park, to build um, gardens. We have rain garden, butterfly garden. We do events. We try to maintain uh, and, and do community events such as movies in the park, concerts in the park, children's events such as story time and um, craft programs for the kids, uh, and workshops, all kinds of workshops, so any kind of in- educational programs too. So we try to keep the park just a wonderful thing for our community. Now, longtime Cranford residents may remember Dr. Hansen, but tell us, for those who don't recall that time, how did this park come about? Uh, why is it uh, there in the first place? I don't know the full story of that. <laughs> what I do know is that Dr. Hansen had left the, um, his house and his property to the town. And um, there were a group of citizens, uh, Linda Feeder, was one of them who decided that that backyard should become uh, a really nice park and that's how Hanson Park Conservancy was formed. You touched on it just a little bit about the park in the back but Linda maybe you can tell us a little more detail about for those who haven't ventured back there this is not just some open land and some trees but uh, there's more to that park than that. Yeah there's a beautiful trail that goes all the way behind the river there's an old uh, fireplace that's indigenous to the property that was in use probably in the early 1900s. There's photographs of the, of the fireplace. There's a butterfly garden. There's, um, now there's a rain garden that just got installed. And then there's a little bit of a theater area, which we're kind of still deciding what to do with. Some, it's some natural seating, some rocks, and just a little area. Um, but if you go really far back along the banks of the river, you can see some of the old docks down in the river because the Rory River was uh, was basically lo- lined up with canoe clubs and different you know boat ramps and stuff. So um, yeah, people can, are welcome to come back there. We have actually they have the pumpkin carve out next Saturday. We encourage people to come to the park and people can have weddings there. We do concerts. Um, so we have a little uh, back area behind our garage where the Girl Scouts uh, do an herb garden. They maintain it. They, they paint the rocks. They paint all the, the, you know, the, the trim around it and everything. So it's, uh, it's one of those places where we want people to come visit. It's their park. The Conservancy obviously keeps it beautiful and maintains it. 
you talked a bit about some of the events, the pumpkin carving that's going to be coming up uh, during the summer months. They have movies that are shown in the park. And let me just say that the pumpkin carving is done there, and it's sponsored by Hanson Park Conservancy, but it's actually run by JCAS. They actually run that, um, but that's a beautiful event, and we're happy to be able to uh, help sponsor that and to have it at our park. And years ago, they did the, the Jubilee, which was the celebration, was it an anniversary celebration of the original river carnivals that they used to hold on the river? They did the Jubilee a few years ago that was absolutely spectacular. It was just, it was a beautiful event, um, hard to reproduce because it was, there was a lot of work involved in that, but it would be nice. It's a labor of love. Now, Cynthia, many people in town know that you're an artist, but there's also some art events that take place at the park, correct? There are a few, um, and, and it's really nice when uh, other artists and groups in town can use it. Um, Stephanie at the Artist Framer just did the uh, plein air event, and um, that's where everybody gathered after their paintings were done, and that's where it was judged, so that was fun. And um, JCAS has also used it for different events. Um, so that's just, it's, it's a lot of fun, and uh, people have probably seen me over there numerous times with my camera clicking pictures. I'm a studio artist, and um, so I like to take pictures, take them back to my studio and work, but I have done a number of paintings of Hanson Park as well. Well, as we mentioned at the start, there's going to be a rubber ducky race going on later this month of October, which is going to be a fundraiser. Linda, you're in charge of putting that all together. I don't envy you, but you are uh, given that charge. Tell me a little bit about what's going to be going on and how people can participate, please. So we launch our, our 1,300 ducks down uh, at the end of the river at the waterfalls at Sperry Park. Um, so the rubber ducks are going to cross over the, the uh, waterfalls, and then they're going to race to the finish. And then we have you know, our, our certified auditors at the end waiting for um, the winningest ducks. So we have three grand prizes, gift certificates, um, and then there's a canoe club uh, family day package. That's one of the grand prizes that the canoe club gives us. Um, and then we give out about 10 to 12 uh, runner-up prizes. So the ducks are collected at the end, and then obviously, you know, we collect all the ducks. We gather all the rest of the ducks. The Boy Scouts come and help us. And uh, it, the actual race itself only lasts maybe 15 minutes, but the whole day starts a little before 4. The kids start lining up. It's, it's wonderful to watch their little faces. Um, they don't understand, you know, when they first, when someone tells them they think it's their duck, it's really cute. And then uh, the kids just, they go, they go crazy watching them. Um, and then we come back and we announce the prizes. And, you know, this year we're going to try, because it, we have a special guest coming this year, which we'll talk about in a second, um, we had to keep some of our little events uh, low-key. We're just going to do uh, some stickers and some rubber duck stamps for the little kids, things like that. But we're really excited to announce that the cake boss is coming the cake boss tv show is coming to our little duck race how they found us i don't know somebody in town possibly worked for the organization we don't know knew about it thought it would be a cute idea so cindy and jenna who's our events coordinator are going to go out to jersey city next week and film their portion of the episode and then he's going to build us or bake us a, a rubber duck cake and then he's going to bring it to the duck race. And, you know, obviously it's going to get a lot of attention. 
um, and then he's going to cut it up and, and hopefully you have enough pieces to give out to everybody. So it's pretty exciting. Um, it's just, you know, it's not going to throw off the event. It's, he's just going to work his whole episode into our event. Um, I think they're going to put a camera in the river and try to film it from that angle. And then, um, you know, obviously you're the MC for that event, and we're so appreciative that you do that. Um, you know, people recognize your voice, and, and they, they get excited to hear that you're there. We're going to have a donation tent, and we're going to try to get some exposure to Handsome Park this year, explaining, you know, we're going to have a donation bucket and try to solicit folks to give us, you know, pocket change or whatever they have that they want to contribute to the park, because it is our biggest fundraiser. It really is our biggest fundraiser. It, the What we raise at the Duck Race goes towards maintaining that park for the rest of the year. A lot of our little events raise a little bit of money. This raises most of the money. And talking about maintaining that park, what goes into maintaining that park? Is it just cutting the grass? I'm sure there's a lot more to it. Uh, there, there is, and, and any gardener knows that gardens evolve, and just as, a, as your home garden evolves year after year, uh, same with the park. And um, as a tree comes down and the light changes and the shades change, we have to uh, figure out what to plant, change things around. Sometimes trees, shrubs, plants only last so many years. So it's a constant, constant, um, I don't want to say battle because battle makes it sound bad, and it, it's not. It, in the end, it's all very um, satisfying. Uh, but we do have to continuously do that and then um, keep implementing uh, new things as well. We have a lot of that park is not, is not complete yet. This is, this is going to be a long time before that park gets to where we all want it. But um, that, that's where the money's part of the money and the maintenance goes to just, and, and the weeding, and the constant weeding, the uh, weeding, raking, that kind of thing. And we actually have a professional landscaper that we've hired in the last few years. Because we've been able to raise a good amount of money with the duck race, we actually can take some of that money and use it towards our landscaper, who's been a godsend for us. Because that park has, you know, back in the the days when my mother was, was a founding trustee when she, when they were doing it they were weeding themselves my mother was planting boxwoods my mother was weeding my mother was planting flowers she can't do that anymore the landscaper comes in now he designs things he, the, our little rain garden he designed that installed it um, our butterfly garden was a couple years ago it was doing well it needs it needs a little refinement but you know our little butterfly garden was was new um, and we're still looking at pieces of the property that we'd like to, that we have ideas about. You know, we, we consult with our landscaper and he gives us ideas. Um, and then there's, there's probably going to be some work done to the river in the next couple of years. So we have to keep that in mind. We butt up against the river. Um, the state could come in and do something that might affect the park. Landscaping is our biggest budget item. Yeah, it is. It is. But we um, we do. We are lucky enough to receive a few grants every year, and uh, we have been lucky in the past years. Hopefully, that will continue. And then the um, we have some great sponsors for the Ducky Race every year, and that's a huge help. So a lot of that money um, we do divide that up between paying for our maintenance of the park, but also being able to present um, the community events that we do and that's a big thing um, we always try to make them educational and fun and get people of all ages exposed to the park 
we try to encourage people to become members. Uh, the membership does not cost much money at all. Uh, for $25 a year, people can become members and get discounts on any of the events that we hold where there is a fee involved. And they will also get a newsletter telling them what events are coming up so that there is an advantage. But the biggest advantage is knowing that that money is just going straight back into the park to maintain that area. For those who want to participate in the duck race, getting a duck ahead of time, how do they go about that? Great question. Very important for people to understand. Because we launch the ducks in the river, um, we have to have all the ducks accounted for. Everything has to be audited. We have to make sure the ducks and the tickets all match up. And some of our trustees take that task on, which is, is quite, you know, it's a big job. Um, all the ducks have to be in the river a couple hours before. They have to be in their bins that are going to get staged to go in the river a couple hours before the race. So we don't sell ducks at the event, and that gets a little confusing for people. Um, you have to buy your ducks in advance. Periwinkles is our biggest duck race merchant. Elaine from Periwinkles sells the ducks for us. You can go into her store whenever she's open. Just say the word duck, and she'll whip out a ticket, and she'll take your money. So you can buy one duck for $5, or you could buy a flock of five ducks for $20. Um, so you get your little ticket, you take it with you, and you bring it to the park the day of the event. You can also buy ducks on the weekends. Right now, he's only open on the weekends at the Canoe Club. So he does sell tickets. And then if you are friends with Cindy or I or any of the, the trustees, we usually have a bag of ducks with us. So um, we try to keep a bag of ducks. But main, our main point of purchase is periwinkles. And you mentioned, Cynthia, that, well, you're always looking for, for members. Um, if someone is interested in membership, how would they go about joining? Uh, the best way to do that is to go to our website, hansonparkconservancy.com. If they don't have access to the website, there are flyers in the kiosk that's there at the park as well. Great. And, of course, we'll have a link to uh, Hanson Park Conservancy's website on CranfordRadio.com, so you can just click that and, and get to the site directly. But, Linda, Cynthia, thank you both so much for taking the time to uh, talk with me this evening. Thank you very much. Thank you. We look forward to seeing everyone next Sunday.